You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo at home or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 124 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I'm joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How you doing, Kel? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, I'm great, actually. I'm doing pretty good. I don't have a ton of shout outs today, so I would just like to remind everybody to check out our visual round on our website, www.triviatimepodcast.com. It is called The Way They Were and features celebrities as kids. We will announce those answers at the end of the month. Also, shout out to my friend Radio, who wrote me a really awesome letter and said she's a fan of the show, so... I appreciate the listens. We also love it when our taters tell their friends about our show because word of mouth is a powerful thing and we do work hard on this little program, so we appreciate it. And before we get going to that anagram, I just want to give everybody a heads up that we have a special group episode coming up. Some of you may remember we did a Lord of the Answerings big powwow with a couple other trivia podcasts last year, and we just did a second installment of this wondrous merge, and it will be available soon. It was a good time, though, right, Cal? Sure was. Always fun to hang out with those other podcasts. For sure. Big love to Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, TV Trivia Pod, as well as Hollywood Cast Connection. Y'all are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is a flea ball. A F L E a B A L L. And the question that goes with this anagram is What is the Argentinian breed of small horse that can be kept as a pet or for show? Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Rock On. This general knowledge round is rock themed. Question number one. Surrounded by the Mediterranean Sea, what is the monolithic limestone mass that is located within the British territory near the Iberian Peninsula? Question number two. Also known as halite, what is the only rock or mineral that humans consume in raw form with any regularity? Question number three. Starring alongside James Dean and Elizabeth Taylor, what American actor received an Academy Award nomination for Best Actor for the 1956 film Giant? Question number four. What former state penitentiary that now functions as a museum is often referred to as 
the rock. Question number five. Born Robert Ritchie, what American musician, also known as Bobby Shazam, has released such albums as Early Morning Stoned Pimp, Rock and Roll Jesus, and Cocky? Question number six. The origins of the hand game Rock, Paper, Scissors date back to ancient China. Under the rule of the House of Lu, what dynasty was in power from 206 BCE to 220 CE when this game was invented? Question number seven. In 1991, Dwayne The Rock Johnson won a national championship while playing college football at what university? Question number eight. In 2011, what rock frontman and former American Idol judge released the best-selling autobiography, Does the Noise in My Head Bother You? A rock and roll memoir. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, rock on. Question number one. The monolithic limestone mass located within British territory near the Iberian Peninsula is the Rock of Gibraltar. Question number two. The only rock that humans consume in raw form with any regularity is salt or sodium chloride. I'm a salter. Tasty rocks. <laughs> it's like bite dash bite dash. <laughs> yeah, I consume way too much salt. But I love it. Otherwise, nothing tastes. I want to feel. <laughs> exactly. Highlight my palate. Question number three. The American actor who received an Oscar nomination for Best Actor for the 1956 film Giant was Rock Hudson. Total stud. Also LGBTQ family member. Yep, for sure. Question number four. The former state penitentiary that is often referred to as The Rock is Alcatraz. It's on a big rock. So there you go. Question number five. The musician, also known as Bobby Shazam, that released the albums Early Morning Stoned Pimp, Rock and Roll Jesus, and Cocky is Kid Rock. Really cool guy, am I right? Yeah. What a pimp. No, thank you. Not a friend of the show. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He looks like a possum to me. Is that bad? Yeah, that's fair. Kind of got possum energy too. (laughs) Sorry to all possums out there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Question number six. The Chinese dynasty in power from 206 BCE to 220 CE when rock, paper, scissors was invented was the Han dynasty. 
Did you ever play rock, paper, scissors with kids that would like then invent these other weapons that were like, eh, that's dynamite. It blows up everything. I was like, what? No. I did. Well, that's not fair. I know. I'm like, I think we're done here. It's not a thing. No. <laughs> Cheaters. This won't settle anything. <laughs> Question number seven. Dwayne The Rock Johnson played college football for University of Miami. His entire career has been wild. So many arcs. He has done a lot. <laughs> and I was never a fan. And I was always just like, he's such a meathead. Da, da, da. And then I recently saw The Jungle Cruise because Emily Blunt. Hello. And I totally saw a light. I tapped into his charm. He's a really talented, charming guy. He's talented. And really big. <laughs> really big. Really big guy. <laughs> Question number eight. The rock frontman who released the best-selling autobiography, Does the Noise in My Head Bother You? A rock and roll memoir is Steven Tyler. And I would say with the exception of the song Dream On, the answer is yes, it does bother me. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, whatever. He seems kind of harmless. I'm not a huge Aerosmith fan, but... Me either. I am tempted to read this autobiography just because I've been on a music memoir kick. Yeah. This could be next up. I wonder if he mentions his pet raccoons, oh. the most recent of which is named Bandit. Cool. We covered that on a recent episode where I suspected that they traded guy liner tips. I don't know. Still haven't confirmed. You got to read that autobiography for more. I hope there's a glossary so I can be like, what page is Bandit on? <laughs> <laughs> Skip to that page. And then uh, what page is <laughs> Scarfs on? Oh, all of them. <laughs> Moving on to round two. So round number one was called Rock On. Round number two is our audio round. And it is also called Rock On. This is a music round of songs with the word rock in the title. You will receive a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. Five. The shaking through his Cadillac. He went cruising down the wheel. 
the answers for round two rock on song number one was detroit rock city by kiss song number two was i am a rock by simon and garfunkel Song number three was Party Rock by LMFAO. Song number four was We Will Rock You by Queen. Song number five was Rock the Caspah by The Clash. Song number six was Crocodile Rock by Elton John. Song number seven was Rock the Boat by Aaliyah. And song number eight was Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo by Rick Derringer. Pop quiz, Kelly. What is a hoochie coo? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I mean... Is it a thing? I can share a few theories. Right? <laughs> yeah, kind of a mixed list for me here, but I do love Rock the Casbah, of course. Yes. Uh, Rock the Boat by Aaliyah. That was a scandalous track. Yes. At the time. I just remember her just repeating, stroke it for me, stroke it for me, <laughs> rock the boat, work the middle. Yep. I was like, oh, oh hello. <laughs> she was like 18 at the time. Yep. <laughs> also, I never understood the appeal of LMFAO. No, it's not really for me. I know that they're satirical, but they just are obnoxious to me. Yeah, same. But I'm also annoyed by people that even use that as a text like LMFA or are you really? <laughs> because I'm sitting across from you and no evidence, no evidence of this. You're not even laughing. <laughs> Moving on to round three. So this next round goes out to a new patron, Skylar. Hi, Skylar. 
He is a big fan of pro wrestling. Skyler and his family have been listening to a lot of trivia time in the car, and recently his young son heard one of those hotel desk bells ring and exclaimed, it's connection time, <laughs> which is such an endearing, really cute story. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, what else has he been hearing from this program? It's so good. Valid concerns. <laughs> we do try to keep it PG, I swear. So Skylar is a huge fan of professional wrestling and asked us to craft a round on pro wrestling. So here it is. Round number three is called Royal Rumbles. Turn up the heat for this round all about the wacky world of pro wrestling. Thank you, Skylar. Question number one. What is the name of Hulk Hogan's patriotic signature theme song? Question number two. What U.S. state is global headquarters for the World Wrestling Entertainment Inc., WWE? Question number three. What is the term used by the WWF to describe the company's programming during the late 1990s and early 2000s that featured an increased amount of adult-oriented content? Question number four. Widely regarded as one of the greatest pro wrestlers of all time, what villainous character led the Ministry of Darkness stable, a controversial group with pseudo-satanic rituals and storylines? Question number five. What female pro wrestler and sex symbol was billed as the ninth wonder of the world? Question number six. What former WWE pro wrestler and professional bodybuilder portrays Dude, a super hench version of Ryan Reynolds' character, in the 2021 film Free Guy? Question number seven. Cowboy Bob Orton was fired from WWE in 2006 for not reporting the fact that he had what blood-borne virus? Question number eight. What former pro wrestler retired after eight years of wrestling for WWE to pursue an acting career? Since stepping out of the ring, his films have grossed over $10.5 billion worldwide. Who is he? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, Royal Rumbles. Question number one. The name of Hulk Hogan's patriotic signature theme song is Real American. So nasty. Yeah. And he would always like fake play a American flag guitar. Cool, cool. Along to this really lousy track, if you ask me. 
A fun fact is Rick Derringer was the recording artist behind this track, who is the same guy behind Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo, which was featured in our music round. All comes full circle. (laughs) An updated version of Real American debuted in 2017 on the Alex Jones radio show. Not a friend of the show. Not a friend of the show, but I love that Real American wasn't patriotic enough update those lyrics to be even more patriotic right (laughs) we have to make it more patriotic and worthy of alex jones so thank you next question number two the u.s state that is global headquarters for the wwe is connecticut tricky one i wouldn't have known me either question number three The term used by the WWF to describe the late 1990s, early 2000s adult-oriented wrestling content is the Attitude Era. Okay, this was the best era. (laughs) I won't fight you here. (laughs) Well, because you're not familiar with any eras. Nope. And this is the only one I was familiar with. It was like one of the only things on on the weekend when I was a kid. So I got all in. But Zach can confirm that he and I are big Attitude Era fans. We invited him to join us on this wrestling round and he was busy. Whatever, Zach. We miss you. Unclutter your dance card. We miss you. Question number four. The villainous wrestler who led the Ministry of Darkness stable was The Undertaker. Question number five. The pro wrestler and sex symbol built as the ninth wonder of the world is China. And a fun fact is she released a sex tape in 2004 titled One Night in China. It's a good name for a sex tape. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty perfect. I'm clutching my pearls. <laughs> She's real buff. Yeah. Question number six. Whoa, Kelly, what was that? Was it the thunderous roar of another Rick Derringer remix? (laughs) Was it the thunderous roar of your hoochie coo? (laughs) Maybe. Who knows? Sorry, I'll keep that out of it. (laughs) Who knows what she's up to these days? (laughs) Who knows what's going on down there right now? (laughs) I don't think so. I think it was a triple tater. Which means if you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points instead of one. The former WWE pro wrestler who portrays Dude in the 2021 film Free Guy is Aaron Reed. So I recently watched this movie just because I had the screener and because I'm in love with Jodie Comer, obviously. Oh, yes. How was it? She's incredible. Great. It was entertaining. I had no idea what was going on just because I'm secretly 87 years old. (laughs) And this Aaron Reed guy is massive. He's ripped. This movie, I feel like, made way more money than people thought it would. Based on the amount of visual effects, it needed to make a lot of money. They had a big budget. (laughs) Question number seven. Cowboy Bob Orton was fired from WWE in 2006 for not reporting the fact that he had hepatitis C. And I do feel like this is a major deal because he got diagnosed with it when he was a teenager. Oh, And didn't disclose it to the Federation. And 
there's this really disturbing, crazy practice called hard way juice, hard way being like getting it the hard way or blading, where in the middle of these dramatic matches, the wrestler will slice themselves open just for drama. Oh, literally bleed out to evoke drama, basically. And he was notorious for doing so. Meanwhile, having a bloodborne disease that he didn't disclose. So I totally understand why this was a big deal. It's not cool. Ooh, I hate that hard way juice fact. <laughs> I do too, but I've also seen enough goth concerts and been in enough goth bands that there is also some blading and hard way juice involved. But yeah, this isn't cool. And I also don't really like it either. Unnecessary bloodshedding. Question number eight. The former pro wrestler who pursued an acting career with his films grossing over $10.5 billion worldwide is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's back. He's back. Run it back on The Rock. (laughs) Running it back on The Rock. We kind of previewed this. I did. He's the dude, though. Moving on to round four. Moving from Royal Rumbles. Round number four is called B-Movie Mumbles. This audio round features clips from films with titles that all start with the letter B. We will play each clip twice. You must guess the film titles from these movies that these clips came from for one point each. One. If I risk my neck for you, will I get a chance to kill Englishmen? If I risk my neck for you, will I get a chance to kill Englishmen? Two. And lesson 34, the final technique for ripping a man's head off is by simply using your bare hands. This requires hard work and discipline, years, sometimes decades to achieve. I suggest that you practice on chickens. And lesson 34, the final technique for ripping a man's head off is by simply using your bare hands. This requires hard work and discipline, years, sometimes decades to achieve. I suggest that you practice on chickens. Three. There must be more than this provincial life. There must be more than this provincial life. Four. Why, why do you keep calling me Calvin? Well, that is your name, isn't it? Calvin Klein? It's written all over your underwear. Why, why do you keep calling me Calvin? That is your name, isn't it? Calvin Klein? It's written all over your underwear. Five. Of. 69, dudes! Of. 69, dudes! Six. We had a deal. Hey, it's okay. You know why? I don't want to do business with you deadbeats anyway. Thank you. We had a deal. Hey. It's okay. You know why? I don't want to do business with you deadbeats anyway. Thank you. Seven. Bruce, you're supposed to be dead. Sorry to disappoint. Bruce, you're supposed to be dead. Sorry to disappoint. Eight. I don't want to get married. I want to stay single and let my hair flow in the wind as I ride through the glen, firing arrows into the sunset. I don't want to get married. I want to stay single and let my hair flow in the wind as I ride through the glen, firing arrows into the sunset. 
Here are the answers for round four, B-movie mumbles. Audio clip number one was from the film Braveheart. If I risk my neck for you. Audio clip number two was from the film Beverly Hills Ninja. The final technique for ripping a man's head off is by simply using your bare hand. Audio clip number three was from the film Beauty and the Beast. Audio clip number four was from the film Back to the Future. Why do you keep calling me Calvin? That is your name, isn't it? Audio clip number five was from the film Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 69, dudes! Audio clip number six was from the film Beetlejuice. I don't want to do business with you deadbeats anyway. Thank you. Audio clip number seven was from the film Batman Begins. Bruce? You're supposed to be dead. Sorry to disappoint. And audio clip number eight was from the film Brave. Firing arrows into the sunset. Some treasures and some turds on this list. (laughs) Overall a fun group. Kelly? Yes? Should I grace them all with my favorite line from that Beauty and the Beast song? (laughs) Please do. Please sing for us. Well, no, the clip was from when she was singing in the marketplace, but my favorite line from that, and I busted out like at inopportune moments when nobody appreciates it, is, I need six eggs. That's too expensive. (laughs) Is this like a frazzled peasant woman mom? Yes, totally. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) Also, that clip from Brave really cracks me up. I actually really enjoyed that movie. Finally, we get a Disney princess who is obviously LGBTQ. (laughs) (laughs) Member of the fam. And then she was like, obviously queer in that Wreck-It Ralph 2 princess scene where she was like letting it all hang out in her cargo shorts. Yes. (laughs) We see you, Merida. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. Based on a book by John Cameron Mitchell, what rock musical features music and lyrics by Stephen Trask, including the songs Wig in a Box, Sugar Daddy, and Wicked Little Town? Question number two. Founded by four siblings in New Orleans in 1977, What soul funk group has had members named Aaron, Art, Cyril, and Charles? Question number three. What was the character name portrayed by Will Ferrell in the Anchorman cult classic comedy film series? Question number four. With nearly 35 million subscribers, what is the American broadcasting company that provides a satellite and online radio that purchased the music streaming service Pandora in 2019? Question number five. What Republican politician ran unsuccessfully for the U.S. presidency in 2012 five years after admitting he had been having extramarital affairs while leading the Clinton impeachment proceedings. 
Question number six. What is the Latin word for the Earth's moon? This word has become a popular baby name among celebrities with both John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, as well as Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem naming their daughters this. Question number seven. What Grammy award-winning musician who got his start in 2010 on the British music competition series, X Factor, became the first man to appear solo on the cover of Vogue? It's connection time. And question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The rock musical based on a John Cameron Mitchell book with music and lyrics by Stephen Trask is Hedwig and the Angry Inch. It's great. And I wanted to think that Neil Patrick Harris could not pull off that leading role. And he was great. Yeah, he's honestly pretty good. That's a good one. Question number two. The New Orleans-based soul funk group with members Aaron, Art, Cyril, and Charles is the Neville Brothers. A few of them have passed away. At one point, they recruited a fifth member, which was one of their sons. But yeah, talented bunch of guys. Question number three. The character portrayed by Will Ferrell in the Anchorman film series is Ron Burgundy. Oh boy. This is a classic Will Ferrell character, though. Yeah, I was on tour with my former band, and we would just watch Anchorman on repeat. <laughs> Will Ferrell's really great in it, but also Christina Applegate is impeccable. She kills it in this role. Mm -hmm. She is. <laughs> Discovered by the Germans in 1904, they named it San Diego. Which, of course, in German means a whale's vagina. Question number four. The broadcasting company that purchased the music streaming service Pandora in 2019 is Sirius XM. So all of my young millennial cool friends are hooked on Spotify and I still listen to my little Pandora stations. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get you off of it. Yeah, it's okay. Question number five. The Republican politician who ran unsuccessfully for the U.S. presidency in 2012 and led the Clinton impeachment proceedings while having his own affairs is Newt Gingrich. Cool, cool, cool. Kelly, would you say like friend of the show or not a friend of the show? I would say not. Yeah, no holding <laughs> back there. <laughs> Guess what? You'd be right. Question number six. The Latin word for the Earth's moon that has become a popular baby name is Luna. Cute. Question number seven. The British musician who became the first man to appear solo on the cover of Vogue is 
Harry Styles. Never heard of him. Just kidding. He's my boyfriend. He's gorgeous. <laughs> he's so gorgeous and he's so talented. And that was the cover where he was wearing a dress. He's great. Yeah. I love his song Golden with that like throwback beat. Very 80s. Yeah. It's so good. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like Hedwig and the Angry Inch, the Neville brothers, Ron Burgundy, Sirius XM, Newt Gingrich, Boohis, Luna, and Harry Styles. And all of those answers include first names of Harry Potter characters. Sure do. Also, it was hard because I used to have this bumper sticker that said my other car is a broom and then I had to somehow alter it to say my other car is a kidditch stick and it just like didn't look right. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't have any bumper stickers. (laughs) Cool, cool. (laughs) Stupid. Sorry. (laughs) Returning to our bonus anagram of the week. Our bonus anagram this week was a flea ball. Yuck. No, thank you. Yeah, can we not circle back to Newt Gingrich? Thanks. (laughs) The question that went with this anagram was, what is the Argentinian breed of small horse that can be kept as a pet or for show? And the answer is Falabella. A flea ball scrambles up to be Falabella. So, Kelly, I know how you feel about horses, negatively. Negatively? This is just a little guy. That one's okay. It's like kind of looks more like a donkey to me, to be honest. Yeah, it is like mule size. Super cute. It's one of the smallest horse breeds. And I know that you're not going to say friend of the show, but... No. Womp womp. It's a yay from me and a nay from Kelly. Oh, <laughs> no. I hate that. <laughs> Too late. It's in. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. Our background and answer break music this week was Fountains Far From Home by One Man Book. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later later, taters. taters. What are those easy kicks where you go through the little like digital looking Y? I don't know. It's a football term. Oh, yeah. Through the digital looking Y? Is that what you said? Field goal. Yeah, those things. Those little bars. Yeah. What is that called? Um, you know what I'm talking about, though. It's easy. It's easy know. points. Yeah, I guess. Goal post. Boom. I got it. Goal I'm post. the jock, not you. Good job. So proud. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm so much. <laughs> Whatever. Let's keep rocking. Okay. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs>